Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in the Twin Cities, it's time for Minneapolis St. Paul Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Minneapolis St. Paul Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, I've been looking forward to this one. Tiffany Haft is with us, and she um, is an operations consultant, has her own firm. Tiffany, welcome. Thanks, John. This is, I have been looking forward to this as well. I'm so glad I was able to carve some time out in my schedule to be on here. And I'm just super excited and looking forward to chatting with you today. Well, thank you. Yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, we, we've had to chase you. I mean, you, cause you're so busy. <laughs> so I'm just delighted you uh, were able to have, to have some time for us. So thank you for, for doing that. Let's talk a little bit about you and the work you do and why you're so busy out there for folks. Yeah, sure. Well, first and foremost, I'm a mom of four, which pretty much is the reason why I'm very hard to track down. Um, And I always start with I'm a mom of four first, because I feel like as a woman entrepreneur, um, sometimes when I go to events or things like that, I feel like I have to justify what I do by starting with my career. And really, my kids are more important than everything else. Um, And I chose that's also why we'll get into my story, but why I chose to do my own thing. So I have the freedom and flexibility to raise my kids on my time and all of that. So, um, but my job in air quotes is uh, I'm a uh, operations consultant and fractional chief of staff. And really, what I I love to say that I do is I'm really um, kind of the wing woman to a lot of uh, primarily women solopreneurs. I have had I do have a few male clients, but um, mostly women entrepreneurs who they're usually it's just them. They're by themselves. They are building some sort of creative business. A lot of it, most of them are service-based providers and they they need someone to come alongside them and help them set up systems, help them strategize where they're going to go, just kind of look at everything from a higher perspective so that they don't get stuck in, um, you know, the day-to-day things. Um, also, most of my clients want work-life balance. They really want to live, the, they want to work to live not live to work. And so a lot of it comes down to making sure they're managing their time well, being, you know, letting them say no to things and telling them it's okay. So there's a little bit of coach in there as well as, you know, and just a support system for them. I also have a few freelancers on my own team so we can really provide excellent service and do even take on some of the day-to-day um, projects and tasks that the the CEO doesn't have time to do or wants to get off their plate. So Um, It's kind of hard to explain what I do. I kind of like do a lot of different things, everything from social media management to uh, building out CRMs and project management tools. But really, it's whatever that my CEOs need to help them stay efficient and productive and grow their businesses. Okay, so we're going to get into the details of how you do what you do in a second, but I can't leave the mom of four yet. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, so let's beyond hiring you. Uh, which is one answer. Give some advice to women entrepreneurs who are in your shoes uh, with kids at home and their business gets discounted because of that, right? Uh, as a mompreneur, talk to them about the the kind of mindset that they ought to have to make their business successful and 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 some of the things you've learned in your journey. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is to really hone in on what you want to do 
like the quicker you can get to what do you want to do? Who do you want to serve and hone in on that and be okay saying no to things that maybe sound good in the moment, but maybe they don't align with the long-term vision of where you want to go down, down the road. Um, I mean, I've had, I've had learned the hard way. I have to say no to things at this point in my life. I cannot, I can't make the cookies for the kids school bazaar. I can't, you know, even be read books during the day at their school because my daytime is work. Now I will send money or I will buy books for the class or like, there's other ways that are less time consuming or I can have my VA do them honestly. Um, so there's other ways that I can be a part of what's going on like during the day in my kid's school life. But I also still have a five-year-old at home. So I really have to be careful what I guard my time for on the days he's at preschool and do like say no to, you know, push some people off maybe a week if I have to. Obviously, like this show, I was like, I can't right now. It's back to school season. I need a month to kind of get into our routine first before I'm going to have the the bandwidth to do it. So I think if you can hone in on really what you want to do and be clear and just everything else. And I think the biggest thing too, I learned uh, someone at church said this a few years back and they're like, we have to stop shooting on ourselves as moms. Like I should be doing this and I should do this birthday. Like I should make this big birthday cake for my kid. No, just go buy and buy a cake. Right. So like, mm. there's things that now if bu- b- making a cake is really something that fills your bucket, we'll make the cake. But I think we have to stop shooting and looking at Instagram mommies and feeling like I need to be doing all these things. We don't have to do everything, right? There's a season for things. So focus, figure out what your primary top three focuses are in, in a season, run with that and everything else should go to the wayside. So folks, you just got thousands of dollars of free coaching <laughs> from Tiffany Haft. I love that, Tiffany. That was, that was awesome. And that's true for moms, but it's true for all of us. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you for that. Um, so let's get into the work you do as an operations consultant, you, you say it's hard to figure out. I'm going to make us make you f- tell, talk about it here. Um, because you, you're working in systems, time management, productivity, you know, in some pretty big subjects there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I primarily focus in about five different areas in my clients' businesses. It's project management. So how are they taking, I mean, I I don't know if your listeners feel this way, but if they have like 80,000 emails in their inbox, you know, and all of these things, people are emailing them and and you manage all of your tasks out of your inbox. Well, that's not productive. It's, It's very time consuming. I think I read a study that was like the average business person spends like six to eight hours a day just managing their inbox. Oh. which how are you getting any work done if you're just in your inbox? So that means you're managing your work out of your inbox. That's not productive because you can't organize things in there. You can't put due dates and make notes and you know all of that. So a lot of it is building out project management tools for my clients so they can get out of their inbox, not get to zero, but get closer um, and manage the projects that are going on. Because most of my clients are service-based businesses. So they have clients of their own that they're managing tasks for. So trying to get them organized, then client management, how are they, you know, managing their leads, keeping track of their potential sales, like their pipeline? How are they then bringing that new sale through like proposal contract invoice? A lot of people, especially solopreneurs are doing all of that manually, like scheduling the call. Oh, next Thursday doesn't work. Can you do it this? Like there's so many like little manual parts to that process that if we can create systems and automations, or I've even helped clients hire virtual assistants that take all of that for them. Um, 
so that's, that's another part of it. Then there's, um, finance tracking. I am not a bookkeeper, but I know my way around (laughs) budgets and bookkeeping. And I like to help my clients kind of look at their finances from a higher level and say, okay, if you want to invest in this new software or hire a marketing manager in six months, like what do you have to make? So how can we get there? Like kind of forecasting and planning so that they know when they can make wise decisions in their business. Um, I've also helped some of my clients actually pay themselves, <laughs> which, you know, especially as solopreneurs, I had a couple of life coaches that like, they just weren't paying themselves. They were investing all of their revenue back into their business. And I'm like, well, that's great, but you're going to burn out doing that if you're not making any money. So let's figure out a way to do the things you want to do smartly, but then also pay yourself <laughs> because that's important. Yeah. Um, and then automations and templates. So creating SOPs, creating workflows so that things are consistent so that the, the client experience is the same throughout so that, you know, if you do decide to expand and bring on new team members, you have some systems set up that it's easy to onboard them and it's easy for them to know everything about your business. So it's kind of just all the things that help, you know, help a solopreneur or a CEO do the thing that they're really excellent at their zone of excellence. But there's all these other things underneath that maybe don't really light them up. They hate to do. So it's like, how can we streamline, automate, simplify all of that stuff so you can stay in your zone of excellence as much as possible. And all these other things in your business are kind of running in the background. So that's a little bit more in depth of kind of what I focus on, but it changes for every client. I have some clients that are building courses. So we're building out some workflows in course platforms. I have some, I help them with their social media and some of like event planning um, because they do a lot of webinars and things like that. I've project managed uh, book launches, radio shows, um, just to kind of keep everybody on track and all their tasks are done. And I work in a lot of industries that I know nothing about. Um, and it's kind of funny because I can still come in and keep everybody organized and on task, even if I don't know about this specific niche or industry that my clients are in. Wow. (laughs) I need to take a breath after that. Uh, that is a lot. Um, I'm from the East coast originally, so I can, I'm a fast talker. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, but those are big, big, hairy, audacious topics there. Um, but one of the things that strikes me, I, re- I recently read a quote from uh, James Clear, I think it was, that wrote Atomic Habits, talking mm-hmm. about how, I think it was in your, I'm not sure I'm going to get this right. In fact, I know I'm going to mangle it, but um, that that your the direction of your business is not about your goals, it's about your systems, and that your mm-hmm. your business falls to the level of your systems. Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about here, right? Yeah. 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 A lot of people, especially, you know, business owners that it's just them and maybe they have one team member, they're, they generally will fly by the seat of their pants until they get to the point they physically cannot work anymore. So a lot of my clients are right at that spot. They're like, I don't have any more time in the day. I'm working 80 hours a week and I hate this. I hate my life. I never see my kids. I need some balance. I need some systems. I need to, something has to change. Right. And that's generally that it's like the okay, I'm ready. <laughs> you know, that call, like, I'm going to start using, you now um, because they, it, you're right. You cannot grow past a certain point unless you start delegating, automating and systemizing your business. It's just impossible. Tiffany Haft is with us folks. She's a uh, operations consultant extraordinaire. Um, <laughs> uh, Tiffany, you answered the question I was about to ask, which is, you know, how do I know when I need to hire you? 
you just mm-hmm. answered it. If I'm working 80 hours a week and don't like what I'm doing anymore, uh, I've fallen out of love with my business. There, there's that answer, right? But, but yeah. talk about um, once I walk in the door uh, and I need your help, how do you diagnose what you need to do? Um, it, usually, usually within the first couple calls, I'm like, okay, I have a plan. And it almost always starts with schedule. We're just saying yes to everything, giving people, giving other people free reign of our entire schedule, mm. like allowing other people to, you know, without guarding some time and, and, and putting in our top priorities, our top priorities, not other people's top priorities into our day. And so a lot of, a lot of my clients, we start with their schedule first as a CEO, what are you allowing in? What do we need to get rid of? Like, what do you need to say no to? Let's create some canned emails that when someone emails you and says they want to pick your brain, we send them a canned email. That's like, Hey, here are all my free resources, resources out there. I don't have time for you, but in a nice way, (laughs) right? Like um, that sort of thing, unless it's like a lead or something, but so looking at their schedule is you between that and project management are almost 90% of the time are the two areas we start with because most people allow other people to dictate their schedule and they're managing all of their tasks out of their inbox. That's just kind of how we've learned to survive as um, a society, I think. And so it, it's almost always that, but every once in a while I'll have someone where they have to, um, you know, there's something else. And because I have some amazing people on my team that have helped me and have expertise in other areas, we've really been able to, whatever their needs are, kind of pivot. And that's why, like, I don't have packages. I have one flat fee because we'll get into something and, and then the decision will be made like, oh, we need to go over here. Okay, that's fine. Let's go over there. Or, hey, we need to pause because I got to go decide what my brand story is. Like, I don't even know who I'm selling this product to. Okay, great. Go figure that out and then come back in a couple months. And so I've had instances like that too, where a client will leave for two, three months to really hone in. What are they selling? Who are they selling to? And then they come back and like, okay, I'm ready for the course build. Like we're going to go and and build this course and I'm going to sell it. Cause now I have clarity around what the course is and who it's getting sold to. Um, So it's been really fun because I get to do, I like different things. I love change. And so to be able to you know, I'll, a client will text me at nine o'clock at night. Hey, this is a great idea. I want to do this, this, and this. Okay, great. Let's figure out how to do it. Like, let's talk on Monday. Um, and that's exciting to me. I have a true entrepreneurship mindset and I love building, building businesses that really light my clients up, helping them with wherever their dreams and goals lie. You know, uh, I was kidding you before we came on the air. You, you, <laughs> you're a systems guru, you're an operations guru. And when people hear that, they don't expect the, uh, the well shovel full of personality that you bring to it, (laughs) (laughs) which is awesome. Uh, Tiffany. So, uh, talk about that mix in your personality. Yeah, I have like completely two sides. Well, number one, I'm married to a sales, uh, trainer, like he trains, uh, sales leaders. And Uh. so I think he's pulled me out of my shell a little bit. And I did actually spend six years in direct sales. So I was sold nail, uh, nail stickers on Facebook for almost six years, was the top performer, earned the free trips, did the whole like direct sales, you know, you know, they say only 1% of direct sale people earn, can earn up to a million dollars. I was on that path. Mm. Um, but then our company, we got the rug pulled out from underneath us. The company went under 
Um, they filed bankruptcy and I lost, I had a team of 250 women under, underneath me and I lost that business overnight. And I still have a little bit of PTSD. From that. I think it was just like a really hard. And there were a bunch of us that were really close that went through that together. Mm. And that was really the point where I decided I wanted to do something on my own, but I've been a behind the scenes person since I was 13. Um, I actually worked one summer at my mom's, uh, my mom worked for a real estate agent and I was like doing accounting and sending invoices. And I even made their logo out of paint, like in, in like wow. paint, I made them a logo. And, and so I, and then in college, I worked for a couple people who own their own business. So it's just something I've always, it's always been a part of me. And so when I lost my business, I was like, what am I going to do? I'm like, I'm going to go back to the thing I always love doing that has always been a part of who I am. And, and I think because I do have this outgoing personality, um, I'm able to step in and help my clients, you know, look at things, but also be a little bit of a voice for them on, you know, with client communications. Like I've stepped in and I, I email clients a lot on behalf of my, um, my CEOs. I will coordinate with speakers that they have on their events and things like that. So it allows me to s- step into like an admin role or a chief of staff role and help the communication. And when I'm managing my client's team to be that leader and to help all of them, you know, work together well and all of that stuff. So it allows for that, for me to step more into a middle management role. Cause a lot of my CEOs don't want their creatives. They don't want to manage people. That is not what they like to do. And so I can kind of step in and help manage some of the communication. So they're not always the point person for every single project. Cause that's just draining to most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's been a really great asset that I can give to them um, because of my personality. So I love it. Uh, T- <laughs> Tiffany Haft, folks, uh, she's an operations consultant, fractional COO uh, for her clients. Uh, speaking of consultant, you mentioned you dropped the word coach earlier that you kind of end up as a coach for some of your clients, but here's the word consultant. So sort that out for us. And and that might help some of those mm-hmm. solopreneurs out there that uh, maybe ought to be working with you. What's the difference? Yeah. So a, a coach is really someone that's going to help you figure out what you need to do. Like they're not going to tell you what to do. They're going to ask point, you know, poking questions to get you to come to the solution of what, where you need to go. And usually it's more about, um, it, you need to, you need, maybe it's a, a change in your business or, or like emotional or trying to balance all the things. Right. So they're not an expert in any field. They're just going to help you pull out what you need. A consultant is someone who's an expert in one field and they're going to tell you what to do, right? They're going to be like, no, you need to do this or, you know, and I mean, not always, like, not always do I just tell my clients, like, here's my system, go do it. We, we create something together, but I'm like, you need to be more strategic in how you're building your systems. Mm. And so, but how we get there is going to be pertinent to your business. So it might be, it's different for every client. Um, I like to say, I kind of straddle both hemispheres because I, mostly I'm a consultant, but the number of times I have hopped on a call with a client and they're in tears over an issue with a team member or their financial situation, um, cause they made some bad investments or just whatever, where we can talk through what's going on, you know, let just be a, a listening ear and someone to encourage them and to stand alongside them and be like, I got you. It's okay. We're going to figure this out. Like, let's take some time. Like what can we do to solve it or what can we do to rem- remedy it in some way? 
Um, so I have been that support system and I've gotten off calls and they're like, well, we saw, we didn't do anything on that call, but I needed that today. (laughs) Mm. Um, there's been quite a few of those. So I always say there's, you get a little bit of a business coach on top of the, the things that I'm just doing in people's business businesses as well. So. That's awesome. Now, now let's, let's, um, let's talk. I wish you'd give us maybe another, uh, productivity tip or two. I mean, beyond just getting out of the working out of our email box, what, what, give us another nugget or two on how we can make ourselves a little more productive. Yeah, I think, um, I think we all uh, align with the, the massive to-do lists, like we have like four pages of tasks that are like, you know, and I like to, I'm a big, I'm a big um, advocate for vision mapping, which is um, Stephen K. Scott created like that concept of vision mapping. He's, you can't buy his curriculum anymore, but um, his methodology is you start with your big vision and you might have a vision for every area of your life. So one for your marriage, one for your parenting, one for your relationships, um, one for your business, one for your health. And so you have a vision statement for each area. And so for your business, you would have a vision statement of where you want to go. And it's not just like, I want to make a million dollars. It's what kind of legacy do you want to leave? What do you want people to talk about you when you're 80? What do you want written on your tombstone? Like that legacy of where do you want to go and what's the impact you want to make? That's your vision. It's it like should give you goosebumps. You know, it should make you kind of like be on the tier, the, the verge of tears. And you take that vision and you say, okay, what do I need to do this year? That's going to make, get me closer to that vision. What do I need to do this quarter? That's going to get me closer to that vision. And you hone in on those things and you say no to everything else. Like, it's really about, I think we have all this fluff in our to-do list. We got to stop. We got to get rid of everything or we got to delegate it or get it off our plate so that we can really hone in on what is the best thing for me to work on next and focus all your energy on that, get that accomplished and then move on. And I think that's why we get to, you know, 40, 50, 60. And we're like, what did I accomplish? We didn't have a plan. You, you can't, I like, I'm from Rhode Island. I live in Minnesota. If I want to go back home to visit my family, I cannot get there without a map. Like, it's just not going to happen. I mean, I'll get lost. It'll take me like three days. Um, and so we, we expect in our lives to just wake up and know what to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, we need a map for our life just as much as we need a map to go down to the, the gas station. And so I think the more that we can really focus in on where we want to go and we, we identify those tasks that are going to get us there, that's one thing, um, which means getting rid of all the things that are, not, you know, and that's hard to do. Like that's hard to say no to things. Um, so the more that we can really be clear, I think is that's, what's helped me for sure with everything I have on my plate is really saying yes to the best things instead of yes to everything. Terrific. Uh, uh, Tiffany, you know, I'd love it if you would share maybe a success story. You don't have to mention names of course, but someone that you've worked with who have, have, you know, experienced the transformational work of Tiffany (laughs) that's helped them uh, take a, take a big leap ahead in their business. Yeah. So, um, I work with a lot of creatives and I have, um, a gal I've worked with for about two years. And so she's my longest standing retainer client. And when I started, I started as her executive assistant. That's how I started. And I knew going into that, that I, 
wanted to transition into more of a chief of staff in her company. And she knew that's where I wanted to go as well. And so we, we were on the same page there. Um, and th- we almost doubled her revenue this year from last year. Um, we were able to implement a project management system. We were able to implement a CRM. We, we were able to, she's now brought on two uh, junior designers underneath her that I helped inter- source, interview, hire on board. Um, she's had, we were able to raise her prices. Uh, and it's one of those things that she's now not a client anymore. She's a friend. You know, we, uh, I foresee me never leaving <laughs> if, as long as everything, and, and I'm helping her. She's been a solopreneur up until this point, and I'm helping her build her own agency, which mm. will have full-time employees on, and um, she'll be able to sell, you know, sell a higher ticket, probably double ticket um, product than what she was selling before and attract higher ticket, you know, clients herself. And so I've been a part of that whole, and my team has too, we've helped with social media. I have someone on my team ghostwriting her some blogs. Like it's just been all of the pieces to help her get to where she wants to go. And, And sometimes it doesn't happen as fast as you'd like it to, you know, that's just reality. There's things that, that play in, but she also, uh, last year had a baby and took a full three months off. And I was able to prep her, take a full three months off and manage the things while she was gone. She came back. I already had sales ready for her. Like we had already closed a couple of clients. She was able to start right back. And so we hit our goal last for 2020, even though she took three months off in the middle of the year to, to have her baby. And so, and then this year we doubled that. So it's been, it's one of those things like she's been able to carve out because she also has a one-year-old carve out that work-life balance because I am helping her do that. And that's been really fun to see. Like she's not stressed out. You know, <laughs> so I was like, I don't want my CEOs to be stressed out. If you're stressed out, we need to figure something out. Like I need to take on more work. We got to hire someone. Like you should not be stressed out. Like that's, that's the goal. So I think, um, yeah, she's been, she's been the, the, you know, they say, you got to work with the people you really like to work with, especially when you work for yourself. And she's been one of those people. It's just been really fun to work with. Folks, the silence you just heard is my jaw dropped at, <laughs> at the, at these results. Wow. That, I mean, and you're talking, you I mean, see people, I don't think expect this. I mean, cause you're talking about improving systems and operations and, and uh, productivity all that led to better pricing for this client. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, like, that's revenue folks. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. Well, and I, I think we, we forget that the more productive you are, the more clients you can take, which means the more money you make. <laughs> because, well, and she was also customizing every single proposal. Mm. So part of our process was to streamline her proposals. So it's like, you have three packages, you sell one of these and mm-hmm. they get the same thing every time so that the client knows what they get. The team knows what they have to deliver, you know, all of these things. So it, it's like, as we were able to streamline that, and keep everybody on task with their projects and things like that. We can take more clients on, which means more people are going through and we're, our revenue is growing as we do that. Plus that, and her, her dream, like going back to your big vision, her vision is not to make a, a boatload of money. Her vision is to hire people. So she wants to hire full-time employees and give them benefits and all of those things. And so for her, it's not necessarily about the revenue. It's about building the team. So it's like, okay, we need more clients so we can bring on another person. Um, so knowing my clients' goals and knowing what they 
want to accomplish. I have one client who, um, when we first had our sales call, she goes, if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, my business would fall apart. It's all in my head. (laughs) And I was like, okay. So my first uh, job or my first role with her was really to help her start to document her systems, her SOPs. Like, how are you pulling in, you know, your leads? How are you managing all the things that are happening for your advertisers? And it was just to get things out of her head and to have other people in, in the process, she's hired two new people to her team as, you know, as well as me. And then, um, we've, we've been able to, uh, pretty much sell out of her inventory this year, um, which that was all on her. I really had nothing to do with it other than to help her stay focused on what's most important. Um, and we're onloading a new marketing tool for her and there's, yeah, it's, it's kind of those when you're in that transition of like, okay, what's next? That's where I like to come and be like, help people decide, okay, what's next? Now, how are we going to, how are we going to accomplish that? That's awesome. Uh, T- Tiffany Haft has, has been with us folks. Uh, wow. What, what uh, great work. And I can't imagine at this point, there aren't some folks that want me to shut up and let you give uh, the contact information so they can be in touch with you and, and talk uh, more about their issues and their problems that you might be able to help with. So let's get to that. Yeah. Uh, so I am on LinkedIn. Well, my website's tiffanyhafe.com, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-H-O-E-F-T. I'm on Instagram at Tiff Haft. I'm on LinkedIn at Tiffany Haft Consulting. I am pretty much everywhere. Um, yeah. And just shoot me a note. My email is hello at tiffanyhafe.com. If anybody has questions or I have a ton of free information on my, my Instagram, I primarily share on Instagram because I just, it's easy. Um, and 99.9% of my clients come from word of mouth. So I don't <laughs> really push a lot outside, um, outside of that, but yeah, well, and I'll say too, I didn't say this earlier, the one client I was sharing about that I helped her grow her business. Yeah. That was at 15 to 20 hours a week or 20 hours a month is what I work for her. Oh, wow. Um, so it is, it's not a full-time, most of my clients get eight to 10 hours a month is what they sign on for because they're solopreneurs and it works in their budget. Mm-hmm. And we're able to do all of that stuff. It might take a little bit longer than like a full-time employee, but um, it works better for their budget. And then we can slowly grow as they need help. So it's, I like to be affordable for true solopreneurs that are ready to scale. So that's awesome. Tiffany Haft folks. Um, she's well, you've already heard, (laughs) (laughs) you've already heard. Wow. She's terrific. So, uh, Tiffany, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, John. Yeah. I love this. I love chatting about operations and systems. So I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, this has been great. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder, you can find our show, Minneapolis St. Paul Business Radio, on all the major podcast apps. Uh, Here's my bold request. If you are listening to the show on uh, a podcast app uh, as opposed to our website, uh, and if subscribe to the show, number one. But number two, if you're able to, on based on your app, give us a five-star review. It's not about me or Business Radio X. It's about our great guests like Tiffany who do great work, and you've heard that. Uh, and we want them to be found uh, so that uh, they can build their business, and you'll be able you'll you'll be helping them uh, by doing that for us. So if you could uh, 
weigh in there, we would appreciate it. So for my guest, Tiffany Haft, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio.